0: Welcome to this edition of DBSA's Real Recovery Podcast. For more information, visit us on our website, www.dbsalliance.org. We've been there, we can help.
1: Welcome to this edition of DBSA's Real Recovery Podcast. I'm Elizabeth Siegel. Today's guest is Cheryl Naughton, Chapter Leader from DBSA Loganville-Snellville. Cheryl is joining us today to talk a little bit about new chapters and chapters in general. Welcome, Cheryl. Hi. And Now, you started your community's chapter in 2005, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, tell us, uh, two years down the road, tell us a little bit about what your chapter does in the Loganville and Snellville community.
0: Okay, well, actually, our first chapter, we started, I mean, our first group was in Loganville at a local church, and about a year after we started that one, we started one at uh, one of the local mental health facilities here in Lawrenceville. And in March, we'll be starting one in Norcross and Decatur. So our groups, basically what we do is, the, the one in Loganville is at a church, and we service that community um, through meetings, just basic meetings. Mm-hmm. At, um, at the hospital, we're able to service them with a meeting, and we also provide them with literature. And now we have a class that we have going over there, just a, a basic recovery course there. So they're, they're very supportive of us, so that group has grown quickly.
1: Well that sounds great. And aside from the support groups and it sounds like you you're very close to having 3 in your chapter. Um, what kind of education and advocacy do you do?
0: Well, as far as advocacy, we we mostly follow what you have online mm-hmm. and we you know, we write in, we we do a lot with the letters that you have online and we talk to to local in the, in the local community just mostly awareness. Mm-hmm. So as far as that goes, and ed- we have usually an education program at least once or twice a month where we have um, a local person come in and talk to us from everything from spirituality to meditation, medication, relaxation techniques, just about anything that is um, related to the mental illness and our group and what they want to hear.
1: Well, that sounds like it would be very helpful for people living with a mood disorder in particular, um, what what was the most recent education uh, session you did? Most recently we
0: had someone come out and teach us uh, how to do some quick relaxation techniques and just sort of some visual things to, to um, relax you during times of anxiety or to help you sleep at night or to calm you during the day. And basically it was the visualization techniques and how to get yourself into a spot where you can relax and and sort of recover a little bit from that anxiety. Mm
1: -hmm. That's a really great way to um, serve your community. And then you were also talking about um, awareness and working on building awareness in your community. What's that been like?
0: Well, we just actually... Right now, all that we've been trying to do is have a presence and just sort of, sort of let people know that they're not alone and, and just let the community know that uh, mental illness isn't something to be kept in the closet, but it's something to be dealt with and, and uh, it can be kept under control and people can live full lives. And the, the way we do that is just with different mailings throughout the community. We, uh, this year, we will be going to a lot of the different festivals. We'll have tables there with educational materials. Throughout all of the suburbs around us, so that's that's mostly what we do. We also do mailings to just local businesses and community uh, other community businesses to let them know that we're here, and uh, you know if they need anything, they can contact us.
1: And as a chapter leader, do you have other people that are you're working with and that are helping you with these responsibilities?
0: We do. We wouldn't be. Yeah. We certainly wouldn't be able to do it all by myself. Uh, we have some group members that are able to come in and, and give a little bit here and a little bit there, mm-hmm. and help facilitate some of the other groups. We also have um, some people who are involved with the media, who run ads and press releases for us. So that's very helpful. But we definitely have a structure, and uh, we we have a lot of people that volunteer on mailings and creating databases and just all around awareness, really.
1: And these are people that you met once the group started going, right? Or did you know some of them beforehand?
0: No, these are all people I met through the groups. What we do is we have a sign-in sheet and we ask people if they, when they come in for the first time if they want to share their email address with us. And then we take that address and put it into a a larger database. And whenever we need volunteer help or uh, if something new is happening with the chapter, we send a mass email to all those people. Mm -hmm. And generally that's how we get in touch with them to respond and through actually seeing them in the groups. But several people that come even more sporadically are willing to help with volunteer projects, even though they're not regular attenders.
1: And how often do do your groups meet?
0: Uh, Both groups meet weekly. Mm -hmm. The Tuesday and the Wednesday night group. And the um, Norcross group will also meet every week.
1: And, are those in, and those are in different communities around the Loganville-Snellville area?
0: Yeah, they're all different suburbs around here. We started the first one where it was going to be twice a month, and uh, the group actually decided that they wanted to meet more frequently. And we did that with the second group as well, and both groups decided that they wanted to meet more frequently. So then we went into meeting once a week.
1: Wow. And what do you? I mean, if you had to put it into words, what would you say? um, People that come to your DBSA support group, what do you think they get out of it?
0: I think. uh, I think the biggest thing that they get out of it at first is knowing that they're not alone. I think. Later, what they get out of it is just support from other people. I think. That the majority of the people that come into the group don't really have much of a support, a social support system. And once they come into the group, they start meeting people and uh, they start getting to know and they reach out. And, you know, it's amazing to watch one phone call turn into a regular lunch appointment to these larger social gatherings. And all of a sudden they seem to have created their own network, which they didn't have that when they came in. So that's one of the most satisfying things.
1: I can imagine that would be probably, especially if you don't have a a support network to begin with, that can be a great way to find people who have been there and who know what you're going through.
0: Absolutely.
1: And I think peer support is definitely very important to recovery. Um, I agree. But do you have any experience where you've seen someone who's come into the support group really make strides toward recovery?
0: We do. We, we're fortunate because the, our group that meets at the local hospital has a lot of people who are newly diagnosed. So so we do get to see them from, they come a lot of times right out of the day program having, you know, their diagnosis might be just four or six weeks old. So they don't really know very much about the illness. So we get to see them go from being sort of frail and fragile to being productive and, and back to their jobs and Feeling some strength and just really getting back into their lives. And a lot of times they don't think that that they can do that when they first get out. So, so it's really great to see that we do have a, an opportunity, especially at the Lawrenceville group, to see that.
1: And why did you choose to start um, a chapter in your community?
0: Well, I I was I was in the hospital and. Uh, the hospital had given me the DBSA website, and I went to a support group that was here locally. And uh, she was ha- couldn't do it anymore, so I decided to start the chapter. I just I was so amazed and floored that they I had never heard of anything like this before, and it was so valuable to me during that time that I just thought it was important for us to keep it going. So so then we started groups more on our side of town and just trying to grow it ever since then
1: and do you work with other uh, chapter leaders in Georgia do you have that chance
0: well we thats uh, yes that's very new opportunity just um, maybe since the end of last year that I've actually been in contact with all of them and we've been able to have some discussions and exchange of information and we hope to, right now, we're trying to put together some information for a statewide media sort of blitz or campaign, whatever you want to call it. And so we're working on that now together. And um, our next thing, will be doing some mailings together to just about statewide if we can get there. So, so yeah, we are now starting to coordinate more.
1: And I always encourage people to... Um, meet the other people who are in the area who are running community chapters or running support groups just so they can trade ideas. That's always a great idea. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. we've actually, it, you know, for, it, it didn't really occur to me till the end of last year, and now, now we've uh, met as far as phone and email goes. So we haven't physically met in person, but it does make a difference.
1: Well, and there's so many um, resources that are out there And it's all about learning where they are and and who can point you in the right direction.
0: Exactly, exactly. And that's what we're experiencing in our groups too is, you know, before you know it, if you you make people aware, people will rise to the occasion and, and those people are in all different areas who can provide so many different services or, you know, like people in the media or people who run larger companies, there's always something that they can contribute. And when it, when it comes to something like depression or bipolar, if people have been through it, they're very passionate about helping. Mm-hmm. So if you can reach them, it doesn't take much to convince them to get involved.
1: I agree. And also in terms of, um, I know that there's always room for more support, and it sounds like your chapter is really just doing a wonderful job in the area but what are your plans for the future with your chapter do you have any aside from the support group that you're starting in the near future what would you envision your chapter to be five years down the road seven years down the road well actually I would hope that by
0: then we'll be at the state level Mm -hmm. by you know especially by five years down the road right now our you know like I said we're targeting awareness in the community and and really we need to get some some volunteers out there and that will be the base level or the foundation. And then we're going to move more into, um, obviously, continuing to grow and start new groups. But we'd like to go more into a statewide organization where we can be helpful throughout the state. And I think we're, we're taking steps to make that happen now. We're just not fully there yet.
1: Okay. And just um, in terms of if there was someone listening to this uh, podcast that were thinking about starting their own community chapter, um, what would your advice be for someone who's just beginning?
0: Well, my advice would be to, just to take it slow and understand that it takes a little time for, for things to catch on and for people to become aware that you're even there. And, uh, and, and the other thing would be just, just do it. It's such an incredible experience to, to be able to be with people and to witness some of the miracles that happen in those meetings. And just take it slow and steady.
1: Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being a part of DBSA's Real Recovery Podcast.
0: This has been a production of the Depression and Bipolar Support Alliance. For more information, go to www.dbsalliance.org or call 1-800-826-3632. We've been there. We can help.